This is Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. I'm Lizzie, I'm the host, and this is a show where you determine the course of my fate on a weekly basis. The show comes out on Thursdays. That's when you listen, then go to my Instagram stories and cast your vote. I get those results on Friday and I take action, no matter how just chilled to the bone I am by your decision. Um, Also, there's a Patreon now. If you'd like to join, the link is in my Instagram bio and on my website. And yes, God save the Patreon. And thank you for the new members that I got um, this past week. I am coming to you live from a MacBook Pro from 2012, (laughs) belonging to actually friend of the show, Kara Clank, loaned this to me last night. Um, after we went on a night walk because my computer completely crashed. Not just the battery, but actually, you know, in dialogue with Apple, uh, a conversation just loaded with pregnant pauses. Many thanks to Kara for making this episode happen. Also, one of my guests had to bail last minute. So yet another friend of the show stepped in last minute, an incredible one. So I'm I'm really grateful for that. Let's just say this episode had a jagged behind-the-scenes prologue. I also want to be a whistleblower quickly. If I ever believed in Mercury in retrograde, I don't anymore. I also set off a fire alarm making a pizza. I'm just saying life can be tumultuous, and I believe officially, that Mercury has very little say in it. That said, I wish Mercury the best in its forward and backward journey. It sounds exhausting, and I hope that Mercury is practicing self-care. Also, no experts again on this episode as I continue to lighten the load. Let's get into the past. Last week, you had a choice between Poetry Bar and Jaguar. Am I going to start going to the bar down the street from me once a week, having a drink, and writing a poem using... My surroundings as a jumping off point that I will then create a collection of poetry around or jaguar. Try to switch up the energy of my life, change the channel energetically and go test drive a jaguar. And guys, this was so close. I'm actually going to refer to this as a sleeper episode because it transformed in the night. I woke up to find that you voted poetry bar. I went to the bar. I wrote a poem. It did happen in all of our lifetimes. It was called Working Title On Tract. It was based on this guy who was he was sitting with a woman. She left. I started writing, and then another woman showed up. I don't know. I mean, countless things could have been going on. This could have been a uh, maybe he was tutoring people at the bar. We'll never know. But suffice it to say, there's a new rough draft now in my Google Docs. Now, before we move on, I have a confession, something I've been wanting to tell you about. If you've been listening to the show, you may have heard an episode called WWE P90LZ. That was, I either tried to get a writing job at WWE in Connecticut, or I create this workout called P90LZ, and you guys voted P90LZ, but I always kind of take a step in each direction. 
And I ended up getting an interview at WWE. Um, I was like, I know they voted against this, but I kind of wanted to see what happened because to me at the time, even that kind of felt like the nature of this show that I kind of welcomed that into my reality. And I also really needed a job. So I had an interview and um, I ended up actually having to temporarily bury that episode of the podcast because I guess they don't like people talking about it publicly, especially if they're not like diehard wrestling fans. And I do know in that episode, I was like, I confused it with boxing at one point. (laughs) That said, I did so much research to prepare for that for the interview. I I watched so many oily people with thick accents just toss each other down on the slam mat. I watched a, a Royal Rumble. I learned about everyone's lineage. I mean, I learned about Roman Reigns' entire family tree. I know his whole 23 and me. And anyway, it all culminated last week. I ended up having three interviews and yeah, I, I would have had to have moved to Stamford, Connecticut for this and lived in like a corporate housing, you know, with paintings that would be like a rose, a pug dog. I would have had a cafe in my building. Um, anyway, because you do like a three three month trial period. So I wrote a follow-up email and they told me, even though they had said I was moving on in the process, that they were going to taper down on the recruiting. So I... I ended up not getting the job ultimately. Um, I do feel like in many ways this is kind of a psychic vote on your behalf. I just, I hope you don't feel betrayed that I'm just now telling you about it. Um, It does come up in today's episode with my guests, but yeah, I just needed a job so badly and I thought I'll see where this goes and once I know if it's happening or not, I'll tell the sorcerers, but it was a hard place for me to be in because I couldn't talk about it on the show because I was risking potential employment. Um, And (laughs) I was never going to let it get to the point. It sounds like I'm talking about an addiction that I have with applying at WWE. I'm like, I don't have a problem. I wasn't going to let it get out of hand, but it was hard for me not to tell you about it. And um, anyway, now that I've gotten that off my non-steroidal chest, let's get into the present. This week's episode is called 3031. So the first option is 30. I I need to be moving my podcasting body. Aside from the P90LZ, which I am still doing, I have a yoga mat at my apartment um, rolled up in the corner. I tell myself I do yoga. I don't really do it. So I thought, why not just dip into that pandemic favorite, Adrian, and do 30 days of yoga with Adrian. But is that all I'm going to do is is hang out with Adrian and her dog? What else would kind of make this a little uncomfortable for me or some kind of challenge? And this is kind of an idea that's been suggested to me. I thought, why not out of nowhere just become a Twitter person? I post about this show, not much else. I, I don't love... <laughs> I historically have have not loved Twitter, but you know, maybe experiment with it. What what's my take on the Mexican pizza? What do I have to contribute? Um, so I was thinking every day I would do yoga, tweet, yoga, tweet, just see if it had any effect on my life. Force myself for 30 days. So that's the idea. That one's kind of like a combo. 
The other option is 31. Halloween, my friends. It is fast approaching. Um, Halloween in LA, by the way, it's the hottest. It's always the hottest day of the year. It's pretty disgusting. Just makeup dripping off people's, like people bobbing for apples, and you can just see the sweat running off their foreheads into the into the tank. It's pretty gross, especially if your costume has like a chest plate. If you're a, if you're a teenage mutant ninja turtle, you'll be dead by eleven p.m. Anyway, I have a show Saturday night at midnight, and I was thinking, I am gonna write a full Halloween set. Now I have this amazing tin turn. You guys voted for me to find an intern on Tinder. He can edit this into clips for me. So the idea is mine this holiday truly for all it's worth and see if the ghouls approve. <laughs> see if the Gen Zers slash ghouls approve. So those are the two options, 30 and 31. And I cannot wait to get to the heart of both of these with my amazing guests. I love the guests I have on today. I have Andrew Orvidal, comedian and star of the TV show, Those Who Can't. He's been on Last Comic Standing, The Tonight Show, and he's a member of the Grolics, which you have to go see them live and listen to their podcast, Grolics Save the, Saves the World. And returning to Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands, I have Johnny Pemberton. He's been on 22 Jump Street, In the Loop, Ant-Man, and Superstore. Cool and- <laughs> They could not be cooler, actually. Cool credits. I love hearing them. Johnny is kind of <laughs> saving the day today because our guest, our other guest had to bail last minute. So um feeling very grateful for his presence. We have some pretty heavy choices today. Okay, this one's called 3031. I'm either going to do 30 days of yoga with Adrian. And every day that I do it, I'm I'm also going to tweet, which is something that I really haven't done since maybe roughly 2010. Wait, tweet? Like what? Tweet what? Just Ideas. Okay. Well, it's dead, you know. It is fully dead. <laughs> it is like, it's probably like, it's like the Salton Sea of uh Okay. Media. That's what people say, but then I see people on it. I've seen you on it. I feel like people are still- you didn't see me on there. What do you mean? Like, like uh, what did you see on there? <laughs> you didn't see me on there. I saw you. you that me of- I have been on there. What do you mean by like, been on there? Like, what do you see? Like, I said something? Like, I posted something? Hey, you post something and no one sees it. My friend who was a teacher said one of, I guess her students are at the grocery store the next day in class. She goes up to her and she goes, Mrs. Herman, I saw you. But wait a second. If you see yeah. me on there... What do you mean? So you're just you're just looking at Twitter. You're not posting anything. You're just looking at it. I sometimes I do scroll through. Okay, you scroll. You yeah. Scroll. What do you mean sometimes? Like a couple times a day, once a week, once a month. I'm gonna say a couple times a week because I do post about this show, and then I also like repost things if someone so then tags you do, me. You are on Twitter then. I guess in a sense. Yeah, well, I just don't not, contribute. Not in a sense. You're on Twitter. <laughs> you yeah. are on Twitter, lady. You just but you just use it for promo. I don't contribute anything. That's contributing. Yeah, you're promoting your show. There you go. Okay, that's a good argument against 30. Okay, and then 31 is, okay, this is what I was thinking. I'm going to try to create a set with all Halloween-themed material and record it at the Tomorrow Show on Saturday night. And part of the reason I want to do this is, so on this show, they voted for me to find an intern on Tinder, and I found one. 
What do you mean you found it on Tinder? I, I said I was 27 years old, and I put a very a, a, a photo that said in no way said dating. I had a fake bloody hand, a giant glasses, and I wrote, be my comedy intern. I went on, and I matched with a bunch of guys, and one of them said, I am interested in an internship. <laughs> Did you sleep with them? A true masochist. A true, yeah. I mean, a next-level masochist. So I loved his profile photo also. He had kind of like windswept hair. He was like holding a rose. He, I felt like there was something fun, like funny about it. We had coffee. He came to my show the other night, recorded my set. And then he's like, hey, so I edited your set. He made it look like it was professionally shot, essentially. And he put captions and like a watermark. <laughs> oh, my God. You got a simp, Lizzie. What? Yes, this, guy, this guy is simping for you. <laughs> He's, I just he's, love staffing through Tinder is amazing. God. My life it, is so different. It was incredible. I couldn't even believe it. Like people actually were interested. They were like, what what exactly would it entail? I mean, there were some guys who were like, you can pay me in nudes. Hmm. <laughs> and stuff like just that. Just any, but, but it's just any nudes. Okay. Right. <laughs> Any nudes. <laughs> so anyway, so I have this intern and I'm like, I need to start because I feel this is so, I always think about how my family was like the last family to get a microwave. Like, I don't want to be on Twitter. I don't want to be on TikTok. Instagram is enough. It's It feels one-sided in a way. Like, I'm putting this out here. Instagram is dying. Okay. What is do you think is- because of TikTok? Yeah, absolutely, because of TikTok, and that's everyone knows that. It's like common knowledge, I think. Okay, yeah. so, but the idea is I'm going to use this Halloween set. Maybe I'll submit it to a show or something, see if I can get my Halloween set on TV, or maybe I'll just chop it up and post those Halloween clips. I already have, I'm like, I already have a wealth of Halloween material. I think this is, an, this is the most obvious choice you could possibly have is the answer really? to the dilemma, yeah. Either do okay. something that's old, archaic, that's been done, it's been had for about four or five years ago, or you do something fun and new that's one of the greatest holidays of all time. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Getting back on Twitter, that's like a punishment. Yeah. Ah. Twitter. You should delete your Twitter. <laughs> you should delete it. Actually, I'm going to delete mine. I don't know why I have it. It's, just, it's an absolute cesspool of humanity. It's trash. It's absolute yeah. crap. You know it's what like, I feel like it is now? It seems like a vehicle a lot of times for people to shame their exes. There you go. And that's not oh, is that good? That's bad. That's bad. Like I always feel like the tweets I see are like, um, that's what you get for dating an Applebee's manager. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Olivia Wilde needs to step down. Just yeah. people talking about the worst people. It's the worst people talking about the worst people. Okay. That's just like a thing you do anyways. You can do that at the same time. You can do 30 days of yoga. I've done 30 days of yoga, and that's like, that's, I don't do yoga at all. I hate it. But I did that. You do this at the same time. You do 30 days of yoga, and you do your Halloween set. Okay. Yeah, I feel Are like you if post- you do yoga, yeah. you're going to feel so uh, innately kind of at peace with yourself. You probably will especially not want to go on Twitter. It'll, it'll, right. <laughs> it, it'll it's like Absolutely. the opposite thing right. you can do. But say I can only do one or the other. Andrew, my sense is that you actually lean toward yoga with Adrienne. No, I have done a ton of, of yoga in, in my life. And yoga is great. It's great exercise. But Halloween is the best holiday. And if you could do a set of fun Halloween jokes, 
I mean, I I would have I'd have to lean toward that. I mean, really? Okay. That's, Can that's I tell what, you guys another layer to this of why I feel like I need to do the Halloween joke? Because of the intern? No. I got an email that said, and honestly, I am curious to hear your interpretation of this. So someone reached out to me on my website and they said, hi there, I attended a virtual comedy show. I'm not going to say the name of the show, but they go, what you told. What, what, what's the name of the show? It was. The okay. That was easy to get you to say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, I might have to cut it? that because I don't want to incriminate this person. Oh, for, incriminate. Well, listen to the email, okay? Okay. Because this is why I'm like, I need to start posting my stuff. Is This this happened to me. The only joke I've ever mm-hmm. posted to at this point in time was about air fryers. And it's only because I started doing this air fryer joke that I'm like, now everyone's t- talking about air fryers. I'm like, I've been talking about air fryers since 1982. <laughs> And then I'm like, okay, now it seems like I'm jumping on the bandwagon, you know? So you've got to get your joke out. True. Uh, I have to say, this is, yes. You're trying to beat the Halloween rush of jokes of Halloween material? You guys, this goes goes so much deeper than than just this Halloween set for me. Yeah. This whole, like, getting your joke out thing it's like now you have to put it out immediately because there are going to be like 20 different variations of your joke within a month you know i guess so but then doesn't that mean it's just topical everything topicals no because people don't see jokes the same way anymore they see jokes as i'm going to put my spin on that because of social media that's how it should be right that's it. Okay. Well, listen to this email I got and tell me what you think. Hi, Lizzie. I attended a virtual comedy show. You told this amazing joke about Halloween and dead mothers. My mother is also dead. It's about to be Halloween, and I am performing in a comedy show. I do not want to accidentally steal your joke. <laughs> Excuse me. But it's been a while. I can't remember the details. Is there a video or audio of it I can check? If it's on your album, I'll just buy it. Thanks. What are they asking? <laughs> They're asking to hear the joke so they don't accidentally steal it? So they can change the wording is what I feel like. This is like, this is what I call towny bullshit. Right. This is like some towny bullshit. Who gives a right. fuck? Right. I know. And at first I was like, I'm going to write a, an email because this is the kind of thing that makes me go like, why would you? And then I thought, would anyone I admire respond to this email? No. No. And so I, I just didn't write a response. At first I wanted to write, I'm happy to hear that you related to my material. I'll let you be the judge. But I think a good rule of thumb is that if it feels too close, it probably is. I, I hope you have a great show. And then my friend Roz said to write, I'll be there. <laughs> And I love the idea of just showing up and like standing in the back. My material. Do not steal my material. Mm, Too close. I'm counting the proper nouns. Right. This is very weird. I think all of us know you don't do other comedians' jokes. You just right. it doesn't even pop up. But one time, I had this comic. Uh, he pulled me aside uh, after a show, and he goes, 
uh, hey, you know that popcorn joke you have? And I was like, yeah, I, I, I know that joke. It was, at the time, it was like a really popular joke. He's like, well, I was doing the show in upstate New York and in the venue, they had a popcorn machine. So I was like, there's never going to be a more perfect time. So I did your popcorn joke right there. <laughs> I was like, that's not how comedy works, dude. You don't do other people's jokes just because it would make sense in the venue, you fucking lunatic. What also, are you doing? don't tell them. You definitely yeah. don't tell them. <laughs> just I had it. someone say that to me he once, was so but they proud ran of out himself. of material. Yeah. Uh, so they ran out of material, so they started doing yours. Someone, it was <laughs> a like, long bring time up ago. A <laughs> bring up a keyboard. It was so funny. This was actually pre-keyboard. A friend of mine was like, I didn't know what to do, and so I accidentally... Weirdly, that was a Halloween thing, too, because I used to go, who's drinking tonight? Like, I used to come out like a ghost or whatever. <laughs> and they said they did that because they... Which, honestly, that 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 belongs in the beginning of a set. That is really good, actually. Who's drinking tonight? And it was like, yeah. who's single? Might be a bit <laughs> on top of that, too. Crowd work, <laughs> crowd work ghost? Who's haunting tonight? I don't know. I, I want to flag this by saying I've done jokes that I didn't realize were close to another person's joke, and they've told me before. So I'm not it. saying. Yeah. It's, it's But once you realize it, and you never go, you know what? I really liked that joke that Johnny did about his experience that I related to, and I bet I could just bend. That's so creepy. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So don't just, even respond. Yeah. People who always do people who do that though, people who have a problem with that, I think it's a thing. Why would you even worry about it? Because this is a person who clearly is not very creative. And so they're they're not gonna no one's gonna see this. No one's gonna see this I know. at all. They can steal people can steal anything they want from me. I don't give a shit. If you can steal all you honestly, anyone can steal any of my jokes, I don't care. Because if you can make them work better than me, then that's your joke. Wow, seriously? Yeah, but also I know they're not going to because they can't. You know, and and why would you want to steal someone? You don't want to steal someone's material. Yeah, well, you be proud doesn't, of yourself. Doesn't feel good. No one like it's it's like being a thief. Any kind of thievery doesn't feel good. And you always end up right. getting paid karmically in the end. You always end up getting there's always payback for everything like that. Right. Yeah. Go, and, right. Uh Getting back to Twitter, one of the best little bits of advice I ever saw was actually by Rob Delaney on Twitter because people were like, someone's stealing your joke. And he was like, I don't give a shit because guess what? My joke, I'm paraphrasing here, but he was basically like, my jokes are an endless supply. I don't have like, I don't have a little like bank full of jokes that I'm withdrawing from. I'll have jokes forever and I can just keep making them. So I don't care if people steal my tweets. And I was like, that's an interesting way of. Of looking yeah, at it. that's that's such a thing. You think about opulence as opposed to having a finite amount of something. Right. So you're thinking, no Twitter for me. Don't dip into it now. No, because it's it's a yes. fucking, it's terrible. It's an absolute okay. shithole. The best thing I ever heard about Twitter, there's two things about Twitter. That are the best example of it. Uh-huh. The, um, I think over 90% of journalists are on Twitter, but l- less than 10% of uh, adults are on Twitter. So like this massive inequity of, of voices. So when you look at Twitter, you're looking at something that's, that's incredibly unequal in terms of people, people get concerned about something on there. Like, Oh my God, this happened. This person said this, guess right. what? Nobody cares. No one cares at all. It's just click farming. No one gives a fucking shit about it. Even the slightest bit. The only thing people care about is buying houses, having sex and watching sports. 
Well, that's the only thing people care about. But people on Twitter, they'll, they'll be like these quote unquote journalists writing a thing about stuff that people are commenting on. It's all just click farming to have something that's seemingly scandalous that's actually not. So all these people comment on it and it becomes this thing that's much ado about absolutely nothing. It's total shit. It's absolute crap. And it's a bunch of hateful people saying spiteful things about something that they had nothing to do with. When you say it's journalists but not adults, do you mean it's like kid journalists? No, I mean just like journalists, like people who are technically journalists. It's not like kid journalists. That would be funny. It was children, (laughs) like five-year-old journalists out there got the scoop on, uh, you know. I'm here for the Brown Elementary Gazette (laughs) tweeting. Yeah. All that stuff that's controversial is – you can't see who's saying what they're saying. It's probably like sixteen-year-old boy who's offended. I'm I'm offended that this happened. That right. that Chris Pine would say this thing. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I would say only good things happen avoiding Twitter. It will yeah. only it will only enrich your life. Can I say something in favor of of doing thirty days of yoga with Adrian? Yeah. Structure. I need structure right now in my in my life just do it anyway just do it don't tell anybody <laughs> <laughs> that's not the premise of the show <laughs> just but just do the 30 days of yoga you'll 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 love it okay it's a youtube this is a youtube series that you follow along with yes so it's every day it starts up a little too gently i'm going to say it is a little too gentle i will say yeah I agree on that. <laughs> Have you done it before? I did the whole 30 days. Yeah. Everyone did it in COVID. Every right. person alive did that shit. This is the thing. I've never even heard of this. She is the most, fa- she's like the most famous person in the world. Who's not famous. Huh? She does that. Also does that thing where she does like a uh, theater person jokes where it's, uh, sometimes it takes me out of it. I'm like, Oh my God, that's, that's so, <laughs> so- she like- walks toe heel. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Like if you were to write a set from scratch, and have you ever done that? Been like, I'm going to write four to five minutes around this topic. No, I just steal all my jokes from Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Take Andrew's jokes. I'm At like, least I you told me. Uh, I've had to do that a few times. It, I get, I get different, different results. I guess. Mm. Uh, but Halloween, it's it's pretty rich. Yeah, territory. There's a lot of facets of it. You, you right. the history of it or the modern conventions of it. There's, I think there's a lot, a lot you can you can do with. That. I'm just bury myself in research. Like you didn't have to do this much. I'm just like, did you know that in 1842? <laughs> <laughs> like, you become the Dennis Miller of Halloween jokes. Right. Like, okay, fine. I guess I don't know. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> just pacing. <laughs> Goblins are ghouls. <laughs> might be true it might be true we but it know. sounds fun I'd love to see these Halloween okay. jokes I mean I'm voting selfishly because I want to see these okay. clips I want to see the Halloween jokes I think it sounds fun um, also at a midnight show that's already kind of spooky this is like right. pathetic for me to admit but I will admit it I have never done the tomorrow show in my life because it starts at midnight and I'm like that sounds Terrible to me. I stay up past midnight almost every day of, of my life. And I know it's a fun show. Everyone I know has done it. There's right. I, I can see why it'd be a fun show, but I'm like, I gotta drive across LA and do a show at midnight. 
It takes mental preparation. I've done midnight shows in clubs, and those were horrible. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe I got kind of uh, in a negative mindset from all the midnight shows I did in. Like, yeah, you really St. did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it's still going okay. on. Davey is hosting this one. Okay. Do you ever feel like you need to leave LA? So speaking of doing things on this show, like doing things they didn't vote for. There was an episode called WWE P90LZ where I was going to apply for this job at, at WWE or do this workout called the P90LZ that I created. Right. They voted P90LZ, but I ended up getting an interview at WWE, and I would have had to move to Connecticut. That's World Wrestling or something? Yeah. <laughs> it was that it? It was a WWE wrestling yeah. job? Oh yeah, <laughs> and Amazing. I made it to three interviews. I'm surprised I didn't hire you. I think you'd be a yeah, cool you'd be fun because you have this interesting outsider's perspective that would make it. Uh, I think that would be good for them. Connecticut's nice. People like living there. Well, they go. Let us know if you see any other jobs on our website. I'm like, what? Fixing the vending machines? <laughs> what am I going to do at WWE? In-ring talent? What? Are, what are... <laughs> <laughs> uh... I show I, up in a singlet with my yeah, piano. Totally. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> so I was kind of bummed. And then, I don't know, this week I started to feel the like L.A. energy again. But yeah, sometimes I'm like, I'm still doing these same shows. Not well, That's my point, as I feel like L.A., hasn't changed at all. And after the pandemic, it has not resumed in a way that is how it should have resumed. Also, I, I feel like I'm just an older person now where I'm not interested in the same things I was when I, you know what I mean? Right. Andrew, what's going on in your in your mind right now? I think you should do this Halloween. I think you should do the Halloween challenge. And putting up clips on social media is clearly a part of our modern life as comedians. I don't like doing it. I think it's weird to be, I do it. I, I do it a little bit, but it just kind of feels weird to just be kind of giving away the commodity of jokes that I would love to people to come out to a venue and see me do and be like, or you can just see it while you're on the toilet right now. Can I say free. something? Can I say something? I got to interrupt you there. I was just talking to a younger comic this weekend in Salt Lake. He, he clips all the shit and he says all the people who come to his shows come because they see his clips online and they they like seeing the same material. It's like hearing your favorite song at a concert, maybe? Yeah. That's yeah. The thing. same thing. The fact that we think that they don't is absurd, I think. And it's like... Yeah, it's so I, like, and uh, I've had people request jokes. They come to see me and they're like, will you please do that joke? I'm like, that seems weird to me. But yeah, sure, I, I, could, I could do it. But so yeah, yeah. I think I, I agree with what Johnny's saying is that, you know, they... Putting okay. putting the clips out there, chopping up, get this tender intern to do all this great work. I mean, that's how, in and of itself. How valuable. If you get even one good little holiday You're bit that you can You would put- love this guy. <laughs> Can it work for me too? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like he's he's actually legitimately talented. And what he goes, I know Logic Pro. Like he knows all these editing systems. And he just moved here from New York and it's an unpaid internship. And he's like, I just want to like get to know the city and how old is he? Twenty-five, I think. Oh, that's the age right there. He came okay, to Club TG forever. the other night and then he was like, Oh, I should have shot it this way. Like he's thinking in a really proactive way and he also cut my stuff in a way that I was like oh yeah this is 
more dynamic than the other stuff. Wow. I don't know. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like you struck gold with this guy. So yeah, do the do the Halloween set. Have him okay. chop it up. If you get even one great bit out of it that you can post on social media, that's huge. And like you said, it's topical for surfing that trend or whatever so that you know if there are halloween jokes out there in the zeitgeist lizzie cooperman's got the best one and it looks slick and has a watermark on it that's that sounds great (laughs) get on tiktok lizzie i am so that's the plan is like i'm gonna start putting these on tiktok part of it is like when i watch my comedy back which i feel like it's i don't like watching myself that's what's hard about it i hate it i hate it nobody likes to watch themselves Nobody does. Okay. If you like watching yourself, you'd be like a fucking weirdo. Yeah. It's unsettling when people are like, let me watch that clip of me again. Okay. So you've got this intern. This is. I don't want to name names so bad. I want to just like fucking like burn down. You know what I mean? Probably be like, yeah. You know, you'd be like so-and-so if you liked watching yourself. (laughs) So I'm looking forward. I hope, I hope people choose the Halloween bits because I'd like to see them. If people choose yoga, you know what? You'll be, you'll get a lot out of that too. But okay, Twitter so aspect, both- I, I do not see any, I see no value. I'm with Johnny on that one. I'm yeah. on Twitter too. I use it to promote shows every now and then. I'll tweet a joke that pops into my head. It's to me, it's like a a bulletin board in a dingy lodging room in the basement of a shitty apartment. Like that's right. the value that I see in Twitter. Like I have literally like everyone muted on there except for a few botanists. <laughs> like, nice. I don't want to see anything but birds and flowers and plants. <laughs> I love it. Okay, that's incredible. Okay, so both of you, as opposed to 30, you're going 31. Halloween. Hardcore 31. Okay, okay. Before we go, is there anything coming up that you want to tell the sorcerers about? The sorcerers. The sorcerers. Hell yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just keep a lock on my IMDb. Set as your homepage. <laughs> I'm working on a cool new project right now. I can't talk about it, but it is for Jeff Bezos. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you won't see it until next year, though. So, Wow, wow. Uh, I've got my podcast, The Grolic Saves the World. We do we try to do self-improvement challenges, not, not totally unlike this. Oh, my God. I stole Lizzie's podcast idea without even realizing it. <laughs> Uh, but sadly, has been around longer. the audience doesn't get to decide. We, we come up with little passive aggressive challenges to give each other. If you want to check that out. I also have a horror movie podcast called scream talk that comes out every Friday. If you like horror movies and want to hear me and my pal Harlan chat about them, uh, check that out. It's called scream talk. Excellent. I'm, Thank I'm you. So- out this month. Check it out. This is the month for it. If, if you yeah. don't check it out any other month, at least October. Got to go home oh. scary movies. Guys, thank you so much. 31. Anytime. Anytime. I'll be surprised. If people choose <laughs> yoga, I'll be incredibly surprised. <laughs> thank you once again to Andrew Orvidal and Johnny Pemberton. And now... Let's peer into the future. I'm going to draw two cards, one for 30 and one for 31. Let's do 30. (laughs) The tower, but it's reversed. If you're familiar with the tower, it's the most destructive card historically in the deck. Hey, if you get the tower in a tarot reading, it could just mean things are burning to the ground and making way for the new. However, 
I drew this reversed, which means I'm stuck in this cycle. I'm stuck in the Adrian, this kind of 2020 energy. You know, it's I'm stuck in an old pattern. People are leaping from this burning building. They're they're actively fleeing Twitter. So that's the energy for 30. Now let's draw one for 31. Wow, the fool. It's like a new beginning with these Halloween jokes. 31. I'm <laughs> I've packed my bag. I'm off to the tomorrow show. I'm dressed in this gorgeous Halloween caftan. I brought a dog with me. I don't know if they even allow dogs at the Elysian Theater. But yes, actually, I really love this because it's approaching the Halloween set with kind of an invigorated um, new perspective. This also could be someone trick-or-treating. We've got the sack. Let's make sure to check um, for unwrapped Hershey bars. And then it looks like we're well on our way. Before I get going again, if you'd like to join the Patreon, the link is in my Instagram bio, also on my website, also, as promised, right as my neighbor starts vacuuming, here are some shout-outs for the upper tier of Patreon. Thank you so much to Nikki, Kate Donato, um, and Tara Jepson, Kai Davies, Susan R. These are Liz Aliers and Cooper Maniacs. And I, I, I appreciate everybody's patronage, from Cooper Fan to Liz Allier to Unbridled Cooper Maniac. Thank you so much. Um, everybody. And now I must ask you, 30 or 31, my life, my fate, my, my yoga mat, and my microphone are truly in your hands. Star Bands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.